Chapter 21 The Deal When the men had first held up the jar, Gentry had flown several times into the glass wall trying to escape. Now, however, she sat upon the base of the chamber, her light growing dimmer and dimmer with each passing minute. As we sat in silence, the men pushed the jar nearer the fire. Come on, one of you! Time to yap or your flighty fireflies are goner! the diminutive kidnapper threatened. I knew that the elves would never give away the location of their homeland. Uncle Marcus didn't know this tiny being as I did. Gentry had carried my wish to Finway. How could I watch her die? It was then that I made my fateful decision. I am not an elf. I'm just a boy. I shouted in plain, clear English. The men stopped in mid-step, spinning around on their heels to face me. Uncle Marcus chin dropped, a look of disbelief upon his face. I am not going to help these elves if they don't even have the courage to help themselves, I said. I only want to be with my grandfather who's in the elf village. I did not dare look over at Finway, but continued my stunning announcement. I will take you there if you let my grandfather and me leave. The two men from New York walked closer, examining my outfit. Take off my hat. I'll prove it to you, I said. The men grabbed the hat from my head. A smile crossed their face as my very human ears were revealed. They proceeded to pull off each of the elves' hats in turn, revealing their long, pointed elf ears. You want to know where Santa Claus lives, I said. I can show you. I've been there. Aneth, Finway, and Avell stared at me in disbelief. All right, now. I knew we could work this out. The large, hairy man mocked. Well, now, what are we going to do with these elves? Said the puny kidnapper. Leave them here tied up, I responded. You can take them with you when you get back. I like the way you think, kid. Not a bad idea, the bald man continued. We need to get some traveling supplies before we can do anything. Wait, there's one more thing. Open the jar and let the light out, I said. No way, the little man snapped, his voice rising as the final word trailed off. We let that thing out, there's no telling where it's gonna go. I promise, if you let her out, she will stay with us. She will even help lead you to Santa Claus, I said. No deal, kid, the big man snapped back. I looked over at Gentry. Her misty blue shimmer was almost gone. Oh, okay, just let me carry the jar. It needs to be cold or it will die. Tell you what, we'll carry your dinky friend. That's as good as it gets, kid. Take it or leave it, the hairless man offered. Gentry's brightness softly flickered out in the jar. All right, all right, just get her out in the cold now, I screamed. No need to shout, the runty one said with mocked indignation. He turned to the burly kidnapper. You tie up that coward Uncle Marcus. 
and then join me by the plane to load supplies. Got it? He said. The larger man did as directed and then left the cabin with a dimmed gentry in tow. Aneth finally spoke, not caring that Uncle Marcus was still in the room. You are a coward and a traitor. I curse you and your kin, he yelled. I knew we were in danger when we let your Isoisa in. Not so quickly, Aneth, Finway's reply claim came. I believe he has a plan. Before your condemnation, let's hear the little man. Aneth, still seething, said only one word. Speak! Speak! 